The words that have spoken to you, our spirit and our life, receive the word of God in faith and you will experience a supernatural turnaround. Join Pastor Enoch Aminu as he takes you through the word of God. I'm talking on a subject this evening titled Riding on Prophetic Shirots. Riding on Prophetic Shirots. Many don't know the reason why Elisha was able to do mighty more miracles than his master Elijah. Now the Bible made us to understand that Elijah, the Bible only introduced him as a man that is coming from Tishbet, and he always have a gado. Now one thing that I love in the ministry of Elijah is this. I'll show you a secret. In the book of 1 Kings, 2 Kings, verse 1, the Bible says, Ahias, the king of Moab, fell from the lightest. And when he was going, climbing the staircase, he fell and became bedridden. Because he became bedridden, he thought the sickness would take one month or two months, but the sickness extended to years. He got a point. He sent some messenger to Ekron to go and inquire from Beelzebub. One unique thing about Elijah's ministry is this. Elijah, among all the prophets, apart from Moses, Moses was a prophet that speak face to face with God. The Bible says, all my prophets, I speak to them through visions and dreams. But my, Moses, but my servant Moses is different, whom I speak face to face with. You will see that one in Numbers 23. But Elijah is different. Elijah always have an angel beside him. That angel always tell him everything. That angel never depart from him. Go and check the Bible very well. That's why his ministry is unique. That's why he can call fire. Fire will come down. That's why when you get to a place, that's why you wonder why Elijah was in the midst of 450 prophets of Baal and he was able to kill all of them and they could not do anything. An angel was stationed by God to be with him throughout his ministry. Now, that privilege was the privilege that Elisha enjoyed. May I start the journey of riding on prophetic Shiloh for you? When you are joined to a prophet, and that prophet is a genuine prophet, please, I beg you, don't detach yourself from that prophet. That prophet is your destiny. That prophet is your everything. The day you detach yourself from that prophet, that's the day you destroy your destiny. May you not destroy your destiny. I pray one more time. May you not destroy your destiny. Because the reason why God raised that prophet, or he sent that prophet, is because of you. I can say specifically, the reason why God sent Elijah was just because of Elijah. Because he wanted the destiny of Elijah to blossom. You know Elijah was from a family where they deal in animal husbandry. And in that animal husbandry, 
Elisha was seconded. The word seconded means you have been condemned to do it. Was seconded to be taking care of their family's business. And they don't give him any royalty. So he was working for the family. And everybody in the family, they are enjoying. But he was not enjoying. At times, God has seen what you are going to become. He created the heavens and the earth. Remember that before you, you were formed in the womb of your mother, according to the way he told Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, he said, before you were formed in the womb of your mother, I knew you and I ordained you to be a prophet. God knew how you are going to walk in this life before the foundation of the world. He knew what you are going to encounter. He knew those will rise up against you. He knew those will plan against you. He knew those will, those will walk against you. I shared something with you sometimes ago. I said, you don't know the reason why God allowed Abraham to yield to the voice of Sarah and went after the maid. Abraham supposed to have refused, but God allowed it. Maids of Sarah. Sarah told her husband, I'm getting old. You go after my maid. Maybe she can give you a child. Abraham yielded. She went after Agai. Agai delivered a boy called Ishmael. Now the same God who allowed that thing knew what will happen in thousand years. God knows what will happen in 50, one million years because it's God. Now God spoke to Abraham when Agai started misbehaving. He told Abraham, send Agai and Ishmael away. Obey the voice of your wife. Then God said, let them go. Abraham came back, he said to Agai with Ishmael, he said, leave. You know what a pastor in the desert got to a point when the boy was tested to death. There was no water. I want to tell you something. No matter what you are passing through, don't take your, your eyes off God. And when God bless you with a prophet, that prophet is your destiny. You take your eyes off your destiny, the destiny will be crumbled, not your own, in the mighty name of Jesus. As they were in the wilderness, Ishmael was tested. He was tested to the point that he wanted to die. A guy left the boy, took away her eyes, that the boy should die. But God who planned everything did not plan that Ishmael would die. He sent an angel. In the desert, water started flowing. The boy drank water and he came back to life. Do you know that that Ishmael was the one who went and pitched a tent in another place and started bringing forth children from one generation to another generation 
when they were about to kill Joseph, when the, all the ten brothers were against him, and Reuben said, don't let us kill our own brother. Then they saw the Ishmaelites coming. Those Ishmaelites, they were the descendant of Ishmael. The one that Agai had for Abraham. They were the one that bought Joseph. They were the one that took Joseph to Egypt. And Joseph became the servant or slave of Potiphar. What am I trying to establish, distinguished ladies and gentlemen? There are some things that you pass through in your life. The Lord had already made provision for those who will rescue you. When you were able to be steadfast. That made me to, I want to use that example to establish the life of Elisha. Elijah came purposely because of Elisha. Elisha was connected to Elijah so that his destiny will blossom. Now let me tell you the youth of these days. There are some prophets God has read for you. If God raised a prophet for you, never you detach from that prophet. The day you detach from the prophet, problem comes. Now let's begin to learn something. Because at times we go to church, it's not only for us to be shouting, it's for us to learn the mystery in the realm of the spirit. The Bible says in Proverbs 13 verse 15, a good understanding brings favor. The ways of transgressors shall be very hard. Now what happened? Elijah saw the Elisha. When he was going with all the animals, he threw the mantle on him. When he threw the mantle on him, Elisha said, please let me go back home and plead with my parents and do send-off party with them and I will come to be your servant. My Bible tells me in 2 Kings chapter 2 or chapter 3 when the Bible, when the Holy Spirit was introducing Elisha the Holy Spirit said Elisha the one who washes the hand of Elijah whenever he finished eating. Now look at what happened. All what you see that Elisha did, Bible scholars made us to understand that Elisha did 22 dynamic miracles like the way Jesus Christ of Nazareth did 22 dynamic miracles. Thank you, Father. I can see 14 people here. Tonight is the night of their promotion. He did 22. Now this is what happened. This is the secret, my son. This is the secret, my daughter. You will look, when you look at Elisha, Elisha rode on prophetic shirots throughout his ministerial career. He did not struggle. He did not find things difficult. Why? He quickly recognized his prophets 
he hooked to his prophets. As a result of that, mighty things happened in his life. May I tell you, God raised prophets for some people. Some prophets were born not because of their own benefits. They were born to be a benefit to so many people. Take a look at Jesus Christ. He was sent, a prophet of prophets. He was sent, not for his own benefit, but for our own benefits. The same thing Elijah. Elijah was sent for Elisha to ride on prophetic chariots so that his life would blossom. The same thing some of you connected to me or connected to this ministry. We believe absolutely. May I tell you something tonight? Not to intimidate you, not to make you to be frightening or despair. The day you start to speak ill against me, the day the angel walking with me start to fight you, the day the anointing stop to work for you, the day you start to gossip or do evil against me, things will never work. Remember what the Bible says in Psalm 105, verse 15. It's a pity that many of you don't understand the scripture. It says, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. Some people were connected to me and their life blossomed. Their life shone. Mighty things happened in their life. It got to a point they became solely headed. After some time, when I talk to them, they don't want to listen anymore. Many of them fell like a pack of cards. I did not pray against them, but listen carefully. I am a destiny sent to reshape many destinies. I am a destiny sent to raise many destinies. The same way Elijah was a destiny sent to raise Elisha so that his destiny will blossom. Elijah made his family to be proud because through him, the name of his father, his name, the name of his mother was called Sarfat. Through him, we knew the name of his mother. Through Elisha, we knew the name of his father. He brought glory back to his family. Do you know as you are seated tonight, the glory that has departed from our families, every one of us seated here, the Lord has destined that we shall bring the glory back. If you believe that your amen will be dynamic. If you watch my ministry very well, you see that I don't talk, I don't talk about stories. I talk about real things, practical things, pragmatic things. When you follow, you get results, no matter where you are coming from. Some of you seated here, you did not come here on your own volition. You are led by the Spirit of the Lord. So if you are here and you are connected to the prophets, just focus. I have seen some of my sons who came to this church as a photographer 
and they became today as I'm talking to you they are well known all over this nation I have seen some of my children who came to this church as nobody but because they are hooked to the prophets very loyal very highly highly humble the Lord elevated them they don't struggle anymore it's time for you to start to ride on a prophetic chariot. Do you know what it's called? Do you know who is called a prophet? A prophet must have passed through so many things. I was talking to one of my sons this evening. I said, do you know I've fought so many battles in this nation? So many battles. I faced so many humiliation. I faced so many things. But you see, that's the way the Lord designed the life of a prophet. After some time, that prophet, all those things that he passed through, the Lord used it to strengthen him. Take a look at Jesus Christ. They gave him 39 stroke. They used eight inches of nails. He died. The devil thought that was the end, not knowing that that was just the beginning. The same thing when you are connected. That's why Jesus was telling Peter, he said, Peter, even though you are close to me, a time is coming. You shall deny me three times. Peter said, no, I can never deny you. He said, but I've prayed for you because the devil have decided to swift you like wits. But when you are strengthened, Make sure you strengthen the brethren. Jesus was sent to use Peter so that his name will ring bell. Some of you, when you are, if you are serious as from now henceforth, I give you three months. Is it cars? Is it houses? Business connection? Favor? Money? Promotion? All these things will come without you struggling. May I use the word now? You have struggled for too long. You have struggled too much. I remember when we had circle. Let me draw your, back, your mind back so that you know the person that is talking to you. There was no single oil in this nation. And I was preaching. And the Lord said to me, Tap your foot three times and declare that as you find oil in this nation. I tapped my foot three times. They found oil in Ghana <coughs> after three days. And Ghana became oil nation. Now listen carefully. Some of us, we were raised not, to, not only to help individuals. We were raised to help nations. We were raised to help institution who are raised to help community. I remember vividly in the time of Ebola in Liberia. Many Liberians died. Many Sierra Leonean died. No air, all airline, they shut down. They said they were not going to Liberia and Sierra Leone. My children in Liberia, they started calling I told them, I said, like, Ebola will not kill one person in pure fire. 
Many died. Immediately that I heard that they announced Ethiopian airline that they are going to Liberia for the first time, I sent somebody to go and buy a ticket for me. I became the first pastor to enter into Liberia. I entered into Liberia. We had a crusade. I lifted up my hands. I said, Liberians, hear me very well. Ebola, no more. As I lifted up my hands, by the time I brought down my hand, it started raining immediately. Liberia started jubilating. Wanna give God a <laughs> wanna give God ovation? You give me a wonderful ovation. So I told the Liberians, I said, that is the rain that is going to wash away the Ebola. I was still in Liberia. United Nations, UNO, or what do you call them? Is it United Nations or UNICEF? Or what do you call the people? They made an announcement. They said Liberia has been exonerated, free from Ebola. And that was the end of Ebola forever. Now listen carefully. I want to show you a secret tonight. Because at times I feel for some of you, you struggle and struggle, you run from pillar to post, you do everything, nothing happens. God has raised a prophet for you. All you need to do is to begin to ride on prophetic chariots. When you start to ride on prophetic chariots, you don't sweat any longer. You don't struggle anymore. You just begin to cruise and things start to happen. How did it happen in the life of Elijah and Elisha? This is what I want you to look at. In 2 Kings chapter 1, we talk about Ahias, the same 2 Kings chapter 2, the same Elijah said to Elisha, that was the beginning of the journey. They went to Gilgal. When they were at Gilgal, Elijah said to Elisha, stay at Gilgal. I want to go to Bethel. Oh, Elisha said, if you are going to Bethel, my father, I will go with you. He knew that he cannot, nothing can detach him from his destiny. I've moved with so many people when I came to this country, before I became a Ghanaian. Some, they did well. Suddenly, they cut off themselves. I'm not rejoicing today because of their predicament, but because they lack wisdom. But the door is still open. They can still come back. And they can still enjoy the prophetic chariots. What made Elisha to become Elisha? Is what I'm telling you now. When God raised a prophet for you, when you know it's your prophet, don't detach yourself from that prophet. May I tell you one secret? As prayerful as David was, he had a personal prophet. He had many prophets, but he had one that before he talked to his wife, talked to his children, talked to his cabinet member, that one will be the first person that must talk to David. David himself will ask him, what did the Lord say today? 
The name of that prophet is called God. That God was the one who told David, when David went and numbered the children of Israel and carried out censors, the Lord got annoyed. And God woke up the next day. He said, the Lord is annoyed with you. The Lord said he did not send you to count the numbers of, of the numbers of the children of Israel. The Lord said he did not tell you to carry out censor. The same thing applied to Elijah. Elijah knew that he was specifically raised for Elisha so that Elisha can become what God said he will become. At times, some of us, we made mistakes. We thought we can do it on our own. Remember the heartache our parents told us that says a tree cannot make a forest. You need a support of somebody. Now the journey of Elisha's destiny started from Gilgal. Elisha, when Elijah told him, I'm going to Bethel, stay at Gilgal. It was a big test for him. He said, my father, if you are going to Bethel, I will go with you. I will no longer stay at Gilgal. If you are no longer staying at Gilgal, what am I doing at Gilgal? Now listen carefully. Some of you, what you see that your prophet is doing is what you should do. What your prophet don't do, don't do it. This is the reason why some of my sons and my daughters, those will listen to me, they get their miracle. Those who fail not to listen to me, you know my prophecy is not a prophecy of G, 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 G. No, 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 no. That's not part of my ministry. I only speak gently and that's all. I'm not, I'm not giving credit to myself. I'm not blowing my horns. But God has used me to speak to so many people. Is it people in authority? Is it people outside this country? In this country? In so many places? Even some people that they never thought they can be anything. The Lord has used me to speak to their life. That listen, this is what the Lord said I should tell you. You shall become a governor so such a time. You shall become president. You shall become vice president. You shall be great. You shall be this. You shall be that. There was a time we were in South Africa. We've not spent five hours. I don't know the vice president of South Africa. We just entered the country. On our way home, I heard a voice. And the Lord said, the president of this nation they will not allow him to finish. But his vice will take over. And the Holy Spirit said, the name of the vice is this. And this, is, this and this is what is going to happen. And they will remove the president. Exactly what the Lord said. Now listen carefully. I see many people among you. As we are going back home today, a new life starts. I see many people among you. As you are going back home today, a new chapter will be open to you. I see many people among you today. All those who have written you off, 
they are coming back to you. I see many people here this evening. Joy that has eluded them. Breakthrough that has been taken away. All those breakthroughs shall return back to them. And they shall become somebody. Now you may comfortably have your seats. That's why you must understand. Those who are wise, they will listen. But those who are not wise, they believe they can do it. Let's watch and let's see. The journey of Elijah and Elisha started from Gilgal. And what happened? Elijah said to Elisha, let's go to Gilgal. They, get, they got to Giga. He said to him, I'm going to Bethel. I want you to stay at Giga. Elisha said, My father, if you are going to Bethel, I go with you. He went with his father to Bethel. When they arrived at Bethel, Elijah said to Elisha, Why not stay at Bethel? I'm going to Jericho. Elisha said, My father, if you're not going to stay at Bethel anymore, I follow you to Jericho. They went to Jericho. On their way to Jericho, mighty things happened. Elisha was watching his destiny. He said, Nothing detached me from my destiny. Wave, circumstances, some of the sons of the prophets who knew Elisha very well, some people that he grew with who knew him as somebody who deals in animal husbandry, they were making mockery of him. Listen carefully. When you are following a, your own prophets, they will definitely mock you. They'll call you all kinds of names. They'll say all kinds of things. If you yield to them, you deliver your destiny unto their hands. But if you focus, your destiny will blossom. When they arrived at Jericho, Elisha did not listen to what his enemies were saying. His father Elijah said, I'm going to Jordan. Stay at Jericho. He said, my father, if you are going to Jordan, I must go with you. And they left Jericho. On their way to Jordan, Elijah started manifesting the power that God embedded in him. You know, when you go to Lebanon, the river that separated Jerusalem and, Je and, and Lebanon, that river is called River Jordan. A big river. If you can take it all. In these last days, you don't need to travel to so many places to know what is happening in a particular place. That's why I said, this generation is the most wonderful generation that God had highly blessed. I've never been to Jerusalem before, but as a result of research, I knew so many things in Jerusalem. What do you want to know? Go to Google. The Google will bring everything out. 
How do you want to know the distance between Lebanon and Jerusalem? Consult Google. Google show you everything. We are in a, we are in a global village whereby you don't need to leave your, your, your vicinity before you know what is happening in Washington. And what happened? Elijah and Elisha, when they arrived at Jordan, out to cross the river, no boats, no sheep, no helper. He just brought out his mantle. He looked at Jordan, he struck the Jordan. He said, River Jordan, part for me. The Bible says, River Jordan parted for Elijah. What a wonderful power. Jordan, let's look at it. If you look at the demography, let's say from Kismaye up to Nsawam. That's how it is. That was how Jordan is. Elijah struck River Jordan, and River Jordan parted. You see, this was the same miracle God did in the time of Moses, when the Egyptians were chasing them. You must get to your, a level in your Christian journey. You must know that you have God. The day you start to doubt the integrity of your God, you can't see the manifestation of his power. He struck River Jordan. River Jordan parted. They walk on the dry land. Elisha, Elisha was looking at his father. He said, I never knew this man had power like this. I never knew God has invested more, more, more power in this man. I never knew this man can do this thing. They went back again. And he struck River Jordan again. It parted. Then that was the time Elijah now spoke to Elisha. He said, look, my son, the Shirot is coming to pick me. I have made a covenant that I will not enter into the ground. Elijah was a unique prophet. But he was sent purposely to transfer power unto Elisha. I keep telling people, if God knew you can do it, he wouldn't have sent me to Ghana because he saw me that I'm an, I'm an instrument to help people in this nation. That's why he sent me. And indeed, the Almighty God has used me to help so many people in this nation. Despite all humiliation, undermining, backbiting, side talk, sideline. We are still waxing stronger. Give me a string, my son. We are still waxing stronger and stronger. And now Elijah said, my son, it's, a, it's about time for me to leave. You have passed the test. It's because of you I came to transfer the power unto you so that you can bless mankind. I'm not meant to be here forever. I'm meant to be here for a short period of time. That was what Elijah was saying. You know, Jesus was also here just for a short time, 33 years. And he went back. And he asked Elisha, ask for what you want. Elisha said, 
my father, if I can get the double portion of the anointing that you had. Ah, Elijah said, you have asked for a difficult thing. But one thing is certain. If you can see me when the Shirod is about to pick me, you will get it. And your life will never be the same again. Beloved, that was the beginning of mighty things in the life of Elisha. As he finished talking, the Shirod came, parted Elijah and Elisha. The Shirod of fire took Elijah. Elisha saw it. He shouted on top of his voice. He said, my father, my father, the Shirod of, of Israel, he laid hand on his mantle. He caught it. He tore it. You will, you will catch it tonight. Yeah. The, the most important thing is this. If you can catch it, that is the end of the problem. He caught it. When he caught the mantle, within a twinkle of an eye, Elijah disappeared. He could not see him anymore. He went forever. And the Bible says, 50 sons of the prophets, they were at the other side of Jordan waiting to mock Elisha. Listen carefully. Never you believe that everybody can like you or love you. Never you ever have, have the mind that even in your family, everybody will accept you. Some are waiting for an opportunity to mock you, to ridicule you, to drag your name in the mud, to destroy you. And suddenly when he caught the mantle, he went back to River Jordan. One, loss in, one of the laws in the school of success says, whatsoever you desire, if you have seen any man who have achieved that thing, just copy that man. Don't argue, you will have the same result that the man had. Elisha took the mantle, beginning of riding on the Shirots. He started riding on the Shirot of fire from that moment. Elisha rode on Shirot of fire till the time he slept in the Lord. To an extent that when he died, even in his tomb, he was still riding on Shirot of fire. Haven't you read? That when a man was about to be buried, the Philistine, they were chasing the Israelite. They dropped the casket of that man on the tomb of Elisha. The man woke up and came back to life. <laughs> Elisha took the mantle of Elijah. He struck River Jordan. River Jordan parted. Elijah walked. Elisha walked on a dry land. <laughs> the 50 sons of the prophet who are watching from far distance, who wanted to mock him. You know, when you start the journey of life, or you started something great, some people are bound to say, it will not last, it will fail, no good things will come out, we shall see that you will turn back, we shall see that you shall useless everything. That is man's perspective. That is not God's perspective. But if you know what you are doing, Elisha 
struck River Jordan. River Jordan parted. And when he walked on the dry land, the 50 sons of the prophet who are waiting to mock him, they bowed down and they said, we worship you. A time is coming. Listen carefully. When you listen and hook to your prophets, instead of you struggling, you will not struggle again. If your prophet tells you something, you obey, mighty things will happen. Jesus was a prophet to Peter after he had toiled in the night. No fish, and they were washing the nets. As they were washing the nets, the Bible says there was no single fish. And Jesus, after preaching to some certain level, he told Peter, launch your net, your, your net into the deep. Peter said, this is not the actual time for us to, to fish because you can't you can get a fish now. He said, but nevertheless, you are my prophet. I thy word, I will act into thy word. He let down the net. What happened? The Bible says his net caught multitude of fishes. The net broke. They beckoned to other fishermen to come and pick fish. This was somebody who toiled since yesterday night. You might have toyed in life. You might have faced so many difficulties. Let me tell you something. No condition is permanent. God who created you did not create you to suffer. He created you for a purpose. But one day, he shall bring you to your own prophets. And when you are linked to him, no matter what is happening, don't detach yourself. The journey of cruising with a shire of fire started with Elisha the day he struck River Jordan. He struck River Jordan and his people, those who mock him, they started praising him. Not only that, that day after I struck River Jordan, then the people of Jordan, they saw that the man has become a different personality. This was somebody that the, the people of Jordan saw in the morning. Nobody ran to him. Do you know a time is coming in your life? People who saw you in the morning, who is at you? We come in the evening, crawling, kneeling down, begging that we have sinned, that you are the one who can help us. They went to Elisha. They said, can't you see man of God? When he was with his master, nobody called him man of God. When he was with his master, they said he was washing the hand of Elisha. But when they saw that he struck River Jordan, River Jordan parted, he started riding on Shiroth, prophetic Shiroth. Elijah gave Elisha a Shiroth to be riding so that the journey will be much easier for him. The Jordan people came to him. They said, man of God, in, John, in 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 19, they said, can't you see that the situation of this city is pleasant, but the ground is barrel, but the water is not. And everybody that drank from this water, all our, all our female daughters, they drank from this water, they became barrel. 
All our farmers, they use the water to wet the crops. The crop die. Elisha said, bring me a plate and put the salt in the, in the, in the, in the plate. It's, he called it a cruise. He went to where the water was coming. He put the salt there. He said, as from today, the curse working against you, Jordan, for the past 15 years, that Joshua placed it on it, and it, for the past 700 years, sorry, that Joshua placed it on it, I break the curse now. I don't know the curse that is working against you. I speak into your life tonight. The curse break tonight. If you're at home, your amen will be dynamic. I don't know the numbers of years. If that curse of 700 years that Joshua placed on Jordan, if that curse can break, that same curse, your own broke this evening. God has broken that curse in the name of Jesus. Elijah, Elijah started riding on prophetic shirots. And what happened? In 2 Kings chapter 4, the Bible talks about a Shunammite. A Shunammite woman, very rich, a husband, very rich, saw something in Elisha. He told her husband, we are bakers. Let us be giving this man bread. He started blessing Elisha with bread. One day, the Shunammite convinced her husband, let's build a mighty house for him, a chamber where he can be resting. I believe time will not permit me to, to finish this ministration, but we shall continue next week. It's just the beginning. Something is about to happen. Amen. God wants to unfold something. Now the Shunammite, sorry because I'm having a little bit cold, then the Shunammite now said, let's build a chamber for him. They build a chamber. One day Elisha said to Geazi, he said, this woman had a problem. She's barren, no child. He said, call me the Shunammite. When you are riding on prophetic shirots, nothing can be difficult in life. When you are hooked to your prophets, who has been given a shirot, nothing can be difficult for you. I'm riding on a prophetic shirot, and those who are connected to me, all I, all what I always tell people, it is well. No matter the problem, once I tell you, it is well, it is well. <laughs> it does not matter the, where they are coming from. Because before you approach me, or approaches me, I've taken time to solve your problem. I've spent quality time with the Lord. I don't think I've prayed 10 minutes prayer with somebody before. No, apart from somebody that is possessed, maybe you want to say unclean spirit go, we just speak. But if it is small, small problem, it is well. Somebody says, I want to conceive, it is well. I want to build, it is well. 
Now, the last one, then I shall continue next week. But I want to speak to your life. The word the Lord said I should tell you tonight, it is well with you. If you are told your hair may be dynamic. With your finances, it is well. With your businesses, it is well. With your destiny, it is well. With everything that concerns you, it is well. I'm riding on prophetic chirons. And that is why whatsoever I declare to you, so shall it be. I prophesy every man, every woman, under the sound of my voice, no more problem in your life. No more difficulty. You may comfortably, obviously, before we close, I cannot forget one day when I, my first day in Kenya, I share the test, testimony with you. They gave me two guards. You know, in Kenya, they call their own police people. Instead of using, they used what the army used. They called brigadier. They called police colonel. So they sent a brigadier and a last corporal to be my guards. As I held the hand of the brigadier, for the first time in Kenya, I said, what's your name, sir? He said, my name is Benjamin, Brigadier Benjamin. I said, when last were you promoted? I said, I can see that you've been promoted for the past 15 years. He said, yes, sir. I said, before nine o'clock tomorrow, your file shall be brought out, and before nine o'clock, you shall be promoted. Exactly nine o'clock the next day, this man arrived office around 7.30. His boss saw him and said, Brigadier Benjamin, when last were you promoted? He mentioned the year, said he should go and bring his fire. They brought his fire, his boss endorsed it, said, now, now, now you have been promoted to the next grade. Your salary changed, everything changed. What am I, what am I trying to establish? You are seated here. You have been following me since last year, since the beginning of COVID. I'm telling you as from tomorrow morning, the Lord will promote you. And nothing can stop it. Heaven has stamped it. You see, when you walk with the prophets, at times we use a coded word. And I cannot forget what Amos said. Amos said, in Amos 3, verse 7, he said, the Lord will, not do, the Lord will do nothing except he reveal his secret to his servant, the prophet. Verse 8 says, the lion around, we cannot but to prophesy. The lion of Judah is in our midst. Who are those who curse you? Who are those fighting you? Who are those saying your life will not blossom? Who are those who confiscated your virtue? Who are those who stole your glory? Anything of yours now, 
must be returned back to you now. Give me a string. And I want you to understand. I prophesy again. I prophesy. What is it that is paining you? What is it that is not working in your life? Remember that with God, all things are possible. As from tonight, things start to work for you. I prophesy anything they have said against you. I speak to your life. The Lord correct it. The server that is not moving before, start to move in your life. Every mistake you have committed, the Lord turn it to miracle. Every blessing of yours that have been transferred through diabolic means, return back to you. Hear me very well. All shrines, all deity, all fetish priests, all fetish princess, princesses, all voodoo priests, all voodoo princesses, I had against you. As from tonight, they must not walk on your name again. I prophesy the glory you have brought. And some people saw it. Because of that, they are waging war against you. Right from inception. Somebody like me, they saw it. They wage war. I fought my way out. Because the Lord who called me is behind me. I lean on the rock of Gibraltar. I am a covenanted child. They can prevail. I prophesy upon your life as from tonight you start to see the disgrace. The di Listen, you start to see the disgrace of your adversary. The God of vengeance who always fight for his children will arise because of you. He will fight for you. I have good news for 70 people here. The Lord has approved all what they have been asking for many years. I have good news for three, three sisters here whom the enemy thought they have nailed them. The nail they used against them has been pulled out. Oh, look at this man in our midst whom they use a feather and they believe because they cut the head of the feather and they turn the head of the feather down they said they have turned down your glory look at how God has turned it back Amen. the Lord said I should tell you Amen. your glory will shine more than the first one Amen. I want to hand the teaching here it's riding on prophetic shirots part one tell all my sons and daughters who have not been coming to church the season has changed the power of God is here the host of heavens are here the one who sent me has just started this war tomorrow we are fasting 
Don't forget Healing Sunday. We take it from tomorrow to Sunday. Make sure you engage and you keep your own fasting. But I'm, I want you to understand today is 25th of, of March. Hear this very well. Hear me very well. I am not here. It's not a gimmick. And I'm not here to mimic you. Before 15th of April, all of you will be blessed mightily. <laughs> if I were you, my amen will be dynamic. If I were you, my amen will be dynamic. I know many of you are afraid because of the economic situation of Ghana. Now, Ghana, I speak now. That dollar that is rising, it must come down. Hear me very well. It is a must. I am here. It must come down. It must. I know fear has gripped many people. Oil has gas. Gasoline, which is fuel, has been increased. Everything in the market has gone up. But I want to take you to a, a realm whereby you start to ride on prophetic chariots. We just started tonight. Forget about what is going on. I prophesy upon the government of this nation. The ideas that will make them to know how to solve this problem. My father, the Shirot of Israel, give them that idea. A time has come now, very soon, they will not be able to run nations without them inviting us. Our contribution will make a vital point. They look at the political power. We look at the spiritual power. When we form a synergy, things will work well. Write it down. Put my name there. A time is coming very soon. We shall begin to deliberate how we move this nation forward. This country, Ghana, is going to be one of the beautiful nations in Africa it may look dark now it may look as if things are not happening but remember what the Bible says in Psalm 30 verse 5 it says weeping may endure for a night but joy is coming in the morning listen carefully the dollar you see that has risen to 8 point this 8 point that it's none of my own business. All I know is that God is going to give the rulers, the administrators of this nation, ideas, help, knowledge, how this thing will come down drastically and life will be meaningful. I pray for Ghana. Speak to the four walls of this nation. 
the plans of the devil and his cohorts in order to cause trouble, tension, tribulation, we never stand in the name of Jesus. This nation is regarded as one of the peaceful nations. I don't want to expose many things. But those who are behind these walls, for dollars to be rising, so that there will be catastrophe in this country, I give them seven days. My father will start to take them away. In the name of Jesus. Ghana, I speak to you. At age 65, you cannot fail again. Ghana, I speak to you. At age 65, you cannot be a laughing stock. Every one of you seated here or standing, lift up your two precious hands. The Lord says you ask three things because the power of God is here. We are riding on prophetic shirts. Thank you, Father. Father, as regard to covenants that I had with you, which I have not defaulted, let all the three things your children ask for before next week, Wednesday, all must be granted. It is well with you. It is well with your soul. It is well with your spirit. And it is well with your body. Welcome to Pure Fire Miracle Ministries International, where lives are transformed. On Sundays, we have three services. The first service starts from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. The second service starts from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And the third service starts from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Join our warfare service on Tuesdays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And our prophetic encounter on Fridays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Come and your life will never be the same. Pure Fire Miracle Ministries International, where lives are transformed.